0: back to awakening reformation where reformation awakens now my name is grant and joined with me is my beautiful wife erica the weaker vessel
1: hello everyone
0: if you want to get to know more about us guys we're part of the reformed rebel network you can find us on all of the social media sites so that you can stay up to date with the content that we are putting out to the masses if you want to financially support us we want to point you over to patreon.com slash reformed Rebel and for not a ton of money, you can support us. Um, I mean, a little, it could be
1: a ton of money if they want,
0: but that, yeah, exactly. That's true. And we, and you know, what we welcome that. Uh, I but, could
1: print off new address labels.
0: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, go there. You can find out um, everything about the network and you can uh, support us. Also, go to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And that way you'll get notified when great videos like this one, if you're watching my video, will continue to be put out and you'll know about it. Um, So what happened to our address labels? If you guys are watching video, you saw that Erica was busy doing something when we began right now. We're about
1: halfway through our Christmas cards. So this year, I thought, man, I am like on my Christmas game. Yeah. Most of our shopping's done. Yeah. Christmas cards are addressed <laughs> and I look down after like sticking on all of our return address labels
0: uh-huh. with our
1: new address
0: yep the new... which is
1: way different than any other American address I've ever had <laughs> <laughs> and I realized might
0: be able to see where this is going
1: our return address label is incorrect which makes zero sense because it was shipped to our house at the correct address was it really yes So, I don't know how this happened. We had a mishap with the printers.
0: That was my hope, was, well, maybe it'll just still get here, even though it's off, it's close enough, you know? It probably
1: would, but I paid for the return address labels, and I would like for them to be correct. (laughs) And because, like, all of our American recipients will not understand how a Canadian... It's not a zip code. They call that's it something true. else. Postal code or something. Postal code. It's same thing as a zip code. Uh is right. different. It has numbers and letters.
0: A whole bunch of them. Yeah. Two so, sets of them even.
1: So anyway, most of them would not know how to like address an envelope to Canada. Right. So we thought like, oh, we'll we'll go the extra mile this Christmas and we'll like print off return address them. labels. Nah, bro. Nah. Didn't work out. But that's life for you, isn't it? Like you think you're getting a step ahead, Yeah. And really, you're not.
0: That's life and 2020 for you. That's true. You just got to laugh at it, it. right?
1: So then I'm taking my little like Sharpie marker and like correcting the address (laughs) on our labels. It is what it is. If
0: you're one of our close friends or family getting one, you get to see this in in a little bit here.
1: (laughs) It's just funny. That's our Christmas gift to you.
0: We love you. We love you. We love you tens. Awesome. Well, we've had, uh, I mean, gearing up for Christmas, we've had a whole ton of snow the last couple days. I think it's supposed to melt off, but...
1: Well, this week is actually Thanksgiving.
0: That's true. American Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. Yes. And we're going to do it.
1: We are doing it. Amy Bruinsma, which you guys met last week, is coming over. And I don't, when is, I don't know how the announcements are coming out. So I'm going to announce it here again because I can.
0: Yeah. You do what you want, babe.
1: Amy Bruinsma and I are starting a what would you call it a cooking show? It's hardly sure. a cooking show. It's more like a cooking segment. Uh yeah. we're going to make short videos with like recipes, homemaking tips, that sort of thing. I think she's got some crafty things up her sleeve. Um It's a Weaker Vessels is,
0: guide to homemaking.
1: Yeah, it's going to be called The Weaker Vessels Kitchen. I think that's what we actually. Yeah. We had a different name picked out. But I think we're going to go with the Weaker Vessel's Kitchen. Anyway, that's what it's going to be called. Yeah. So um, can look name. forward to that. I don't know when a lot of the content's going to be released. We're trying to, like, um, have a bunch of content stockpiled to go out in the new year. But we might release a couple before Christmas because I just feel like...
0: The time is it's right. The,
1: yeah, it's the time of year to, like, do domestic things, right? Yeah. Anyway, so you can look forward to that. She is quite crafty, and I'm really looking forward to doing stuff with her. She's super fun. You guys
0: are going to have a lot of fun. We're
1: going to have a lot of fun. And this is kind of like the brainchild of mine since we did the prepared table back in February. Um, We've always sort of been working towards this a little bit. Yeah. Because we uh, released the prepared table last spring for Easter, and then COVID hit. Which made the totally derailed, table totally <laughs> derailed. Totally
0: derailed prepared table. That was awful.
1: Which was kind of like the worst thing ever. Um, and then it, obviously we just were unable able to, yeah, produce anything. But now Back we at are it. full steam ahead, and we're in Canada, and we have Amy here, and she and I can do it together. So that's exciting, and yeah. So all that to say. Uh, Thursday is American Thanksgiving. She and I are going to be in the kitchen shooting videos and making content yeah. for
0: hopefully all of you. Bam. If they have suggestions, would that be helpful? Yeah. For like future if. content. If, and
1: we are wanting to do cooking, baking, like I said, domestic things, how to right. fold a fitted sheet, how to make place cards. Stuff like ain't you, easy. You name it, like just stuff that we probably should have been taught. Or, you know, or we're growing in (laughs) our skill. And anyway, all I would to say, if you have something that you would like us to talk about or weed through. Right. Yeah.
0: Drop us a line.
1: We're going to be doing, we're going to be talking theology throughout too. So it's going to be like homemaking, kitchen talk, and theology for the weaker vessels.
0: It's legit. So. Awesome. Okay, so. We are going to continue tonight our series by way of reminder. And this this topic kind of came upon us just through a lot of personal interactions recently.
1: Yeah, in the last ten days or so, I feel like you and I have both had a lot of personal interaction with different individuals, both genders.
0: And and then even on Facebook, the Phil Wickham. Yeah. Post, right? No, it was Evan Wickham. Oh, Evan Wickham. Yes. Let's get the right Wickham here.
1: I mean, it is kind of important to not slander someone.
0: Yeah, it's true. Just get one of them, not both. <laughs> or it, it definitely not the wrong one. It's not
1: slander. He made a public post. That's true. This is all him. If he didn't want this shared, yeah. then he shouldn't have made it public.
0: But um did you want to share that now or do you want me to keep talking about Yeah, what we're why going to don't you about?
1: introduce our topic and then we can read his status.
0: So by way of reminder, we want to talk about certainty and confidence in
1: versus pride
0: versus pride so that's so we want to remind you that it is okay to be confident and certain certain in what you believe about what the bible teaches
1: which is everything
0: and right bible
1: isn't silent on anything
0: yep and that is not pride, to be confident or certain in your beliefs and to talk of, and to talk about them in that way.
1: With certainty. Right. Right. And the conversations that we've had weren't all negative. Some of them were encouraging us. Like, it's just encouraging to hear how confident you are. Yeah. It inspires me to be more confident. And um, some of them were a little bit more negative. Like, it just offends me how yeah. confident you yeah. are in your position on a certain thing. Right. Um anyway, but all this to say like when a christian is confident, it's because we are confident in the word of god and right. we're confident in the things that he has told us. And so our confidence right. isn't necessarily in us or in our wisdom or right, anything. Yeah. It's in it's in god's word. And if well, god's word speaks to something, we can be sure.
0: Exactly. And every Christian understands God's word by the power and help of the Holy Spirit anyway. Right. Jesus said, I'll send you the helper and the spirit would lead them into all truth. Mm -hmm. Right. We know that God's word is the ultimate truth, that Jesus is the truth. Right. And so all of that comes from him and just understanding him. And so none of us would, no no one should pridefully say that they just happened upon this you know, these great truths without any help from God. But if you, again, understand from the Bible that our sin even taints our understanding, then obviously we need the power of the Spirit to help us understand that. So when we were talking about this and um, and the first uh, verse that popped into my mind was 1 John 5, verse 13, and I'm just going to read it. And... Uh John says I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God and here it is that you may know that you have eternal life. Right. And so John wrote mm-hmm. his whole letter so that people would know, so that people would have certainty about the things that they believe about Jesus, mm-hmm. the Son of God and about their eternal life, right? Like right. that what that was a good thing to be certain in what you believe.
1: Right. And I think it was um, Luke who wrote to Theopolis yeah. and said like, I'm writing to you so that you may know that all of these things that you've been told are true. Yeah, it's true. Like there is many times, I and mean, we could probably list off tons of different yeah. verses, but like there, there are many times when which in scripture it is specifically recorded, like I'm going to write these things down
0: mm-hmm. so that
1: like you don't have to worry about them. And you can, like, have it verified, certified, this is true. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep searching. You don't have to keep looking. You don't have to rehash things out or look for new wisdom or additional revelation. Like, this is truth. Yeah.
0: Rest on it. Another thing that I thought of when we were just bouncing around all these different interactions that we had is when Joshua meets the angel of the Lord, remember? And he says, hey, whose army are you from? Because for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like he was sure and he steadfast, steadfast. He said, "No, this is what we're doing." Right. And I just think about the, the these people that we've talked to, uh, or one in particular that just be like, you know, you're just just so certain. You know, with with so many different you know perspectives out there, it's, right? It's funny that you'd be so certain, and it's like what, like how could I not be certain given Right. What the Word of God says. Right. And so what we've seen, though, is that it's because people have bought into the lie that, well, it's pride. It's pride to be If you are
1: super certain about certain things like uh, gender roles or eschatology or um, masking or whatever, pick a subject, parenting, parenting Mm -hmm. styles, XYZ, whatever, like... The Bible speaks to each and every one of those situations, and right. the problem with certain modern issues like um, masking or mm-hmm. like I'm trying to think of another LGBTQ plus type yeah. issues like a lot of these modern they're not modern I'm just you know right. air quotes for those who are listening just
0: hot these issues now yeah
1: these like things that we think are modern God has already spoken to because newsflash God is outside of time. It's not like when 2020 or, you know, 2007 or whatever year LGBTQ became like a super hot thing. uh, Whenever that happened, like God before all time saw and knew that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. That was going to be a hot button issue. And so when um, scripture was recorded for us, he knew that and he Mm -hmm. gave us all we need for life and godliness in scripture. There's not anything that scripture does not talk about.
0: Right. So why do you think... It's called pride then. Or well, I guess we could talk about those people who are certain and definitely are prideful.
1: Yeah. I mean there are the loons like the right Westboro Baptist right, weirdos yeah. or
0: Right. Who you yeah, you we all know they're off the rails. Yeah. But they are they are certain for sure. You know what I mean? Like they Right. They they're not budging at all. Well
1: and here's the thing. Even with, like, the Westboro Baptist crazies who are mm-hmm. out picketing saying God hates fags. Right. It's true. God does hate fags. And that sounds super harsh, and that is a really bad approach to, like, reaching out to lost yeah. sinners. hmm And, like, that's not the way we do it. I don't think that's biblical at all. Right. But because there's a smidgen of truth, yeah. it is instantly offensive. Because if they were out saying, like... Santa Claus hates fags. We'd all be like you're just crazy, yeah, like, right? Like, like we're be. not really offended, we just think you're crazy. Yeah. It's true. But because there's a smidge of truth to it, yeah, it's offensive and I think it's offensive because for some, like they don't like that message, mm-hmm. the biblical message that like if you are living in sin, you are an enemy of God mm-hmm. and his wrath is going to be poured out upon you. Right. But then there's also um for people like you and I who are not crazy fanatics who do things who do believe that like god
0: hates sinners god
1: hates sinners right. and that's good and just and fine um but the way that they're portraying god mm-hmm. by being so simplistic in their cardboard signs is offensive not necessarily the letter of the law that they're mm-hmm. proclaiming but the method by which they are proclaiming it is shortchanging God of his holiness
0: yeah no that's true you
1: know what I mean does that make sense
0: yeah so so that gets into another thing which people normally say that or people normally critique the way something's being said
1: and sometimes there's validity the to that right
0: yeah I mean we're, we're we're as Christians Paul's told us to um let our speech be seasoned with salt and be right. gracious right so yeah maybe not coming down hard and finding well, harsh ways to to communicate the truth of the bible like
1: sometimes the truth <laughs> is just harsh and this is where we have to be careful because right. i don't think holding a sign is necessarily <laughs> is, is wrong is really that that harsh <laughs> no But there's wisdom involved, right? Yeah. And it's not so much, this is what I want to be careful in. It's not so much that we have to be super kind towards the sinner necessarily, Mm -hmm. but that we need to be careful in how we are um, trying to represent God. Yeah. Right? Right. Like when we when we as Christians take on the name of God, when we're baptized in the triune um, God, right. we take on his name. And that's actually what the Ten Commandments are talking about. Like don't take the Lord's name in vain. Right. Don't take on his name like a woman takes on her husband's name yep. and then blaspheme him. Don't do that. Right. So when we say, anytime we say, thus saith the Lord, we need to be careful that we actually are rep- uh, representing God correctly and not incorrectly and therefore blaspheming who he is and his character that's where i want to be way more careful than like just hurting someone's feelings because you could hurt someone's feelings by looking at them sideways because you had an itchy nose or something like you know (laughs) what i mean like people can be offended so to say you can't ever say something because someone might be offended Mm -hmm. is very dangerous because yeah that's a slippery you look at jesus all of the apostles didn't care all the prof like just all of scripture basically and right. we could we'd have to throw it all out if that was the
0: case yeah so the people who are offended by confident language or a confident stance on something where there are many perspectives and we'll just use
1: well legitimate or illegitimate <laughs> Because um, there are some that are more legitimate true. than others, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna, let's use the example of eschatology. Okay, good cause, one. Because <laughs> when we, back in the day, were still pre-trib, pre-mill, dispensational, right. I, I, I still think we were saved. I don't think yeah, we were, sure. you know what I mean? We just were not as mature.
1: Oh, well, I was willfully ignorant. And that, I mean, yeah, we can even share yeah. this. Like um, when we were becoming reformed, I can remember thinking and even saying to you and to Sandra, our friend, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like, I believe all of scripture is good for us to know and understand, and there should be no area in scripture in which we are inconsistent or ignorant. Yeah. And when it came to eschatology, I was ignorant. I like legitimately could not explain to you what I believed, why I believed it the book of revelation terrified me. So yeah. like all the prophets pretty much terrified me because I could not, um, explain to you what they meant. Mm-hmm. And I knew that was wrong. And that's why I was like, we need to figure out what we believe. And you were already down that, you know,
0: <laughs> heading that down journey
1: that, a little bit further down the road. And you were careful road. to lead me along as well. But all that to say, like there's, there's never an excuse for us to be ignorant.
0: Right. And I think the people who aren't on the same road as us, eschatologically...
1: Which is the right road.
0: Don't don't like that we... I mean, don't like that we say their position's wrong. Right. Because it's... I don't know. Is it convicting or they... There's something...
1: Well, there's both. I think for some especially more like the all-mill crowd, they Mm -hmm. would just think they're right. Yeah. And then I think for a large majority of the pre-mill crowd, they're just ignorant, which is where I was, Mm -hmm. and a lot of my friends are, and I've been talking with them and sharing things with them. And it's just because in most of the pre-mill crowds, like eschatology is never taught. True. If it is, it's taught really badly, and like it's just not a focus, really.
0: So I think some... There's something linked here with Donald Trump.
1: Okay. I'm really interested to know where this is going.
0: People hate his certainty and his confidence. People always say like he's this, he's so prideful prideful. and boastful and, and he is all that kind of stuff. And I'm, yeah, I'm sure he is, but at the same time, it's that same character trait that then they'll find somebody who's just sure and confident in the gospel and in what the Bible teaches Who cares if there's 20 different Mm -hmm. perspectives? Like nobody wants to hear a Bible study where someone says, and here's this perspective and this perspective and this and this and this. Right. And I hold this one. But you know, if you like, that's just, that's just a noodly.
1: Our cat just jumped up here.
0: (laughs) That's just noodly to me. You know what I mean? Like that is not studying the (laughs) scriptures so that you may know. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's not be strong and courageous, Joshua. Right. And so I don't...
1: Well, and because scripture is given for us to be sure. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, There's never an excuse for Christians to not be sure. There's never an excuse for us to be willingly ignorant. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we'll ever know fully everything on this side of eternity because I don't think that we can. Yeah,
0: that's crucial because... We should we should be certain where we're at and continue to grow in grace, grow in knowledge, right. and grow in our understanding of the scriptures. And there's no depth like you can't plumb the depths. Right. You know what I mean.
1: Right. And that's that semper reformanda, right? Yeah. Like, we're exactly. gonna just keep going. We're gonna keep reforming. Mm-hmm. There's always more to learn, deeper depths to plunder.
0: Right. That doesn't mean you take like this false humility of like, well. There's just so many perspectives out there. I, I just right. can't be sure. And right. you know what that reminds me of is agnostics. You know, True. there's so many different religions and, you know, I just can't, mm-hmm. can't really believe, you know, I, I know there's a higher power out there, but, but actually the agnostic is quite arrogant in their knowledge, uh, proclamations. And their because,
1: evaluation of them.
0: Right. Because they're saying, I actually know more than you to then hold my view of, Agnosticism,
1: higher. Yeah, you know,
0: you know what I mean. Like yeah. they're they're assuming they have more knowledge than you do. So it's actually right. more arrogant to say because you're so petty. You, you
1: just don't know what I know. If you did, right. you would know that you don't know everything. Yeah.
0: If you were a little more open minded, like like my, like me, right? Yeah,
1: and I think that's where a lot of Christians are at, and and because we always say we're we have steely spines. We have no problem calling people out, <laughs> Evan Wickham, which. I think unless you're Calvary Chapel, I don't know how many people are even going to know who he is. I don't know. know who I mean, his
0: brother, Phil Wickham, is, I mean, his worship music is pretty, everywhere. It
1: was pretty popular. Probably more is. so like 15-ish years ago, but. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Evan Wickham. His brother. His brother. Just posted a status, and I'll, I'll give you the gist of it. It says, good grief, church today. And then it's like a crying emoji. It says, First Corinthians 8, knowledge puffs up, love builds up. The trouble with knowing how to do proper research, it's almost impossible not to use that knowledge arrogantly or harmfully, especially in 2020. A rightness addiction sabotages love.
0: A rightness addiction?
1: Yes, a rightness addiction. He's just
0: making up words.
1: But this is like so funny because he's saying that like knowledge almost always puffs you up. Yeah, he's,
0: he's He's pretty judgy.
1: But right? as he's saying, like, I'm right in my assumptions I, of rightness, exactly. it's, like, so hilarious to me.
0: Well, like, he, he would say the same thing to John. Right. Oh, John, really? Like, so we could know for sure. Right. So puffed up of well, you, John. Pu- and
1: then you, like, look at the Proverbs and even the Psalms, mm-hmm. and you think, like, there's so much surety. And we're actually told, like, um, the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. Yep. And the psalmist talks often about knowing God mm-hmm. and experiencing God and what God's character is and all this stuff. And you just think, well, how cocky of you. Right. No, of course not. We wouldn't. We should never think that way of the psalmist or, you know, of godly men in scripture. Right. Of Luke and Paul and David and like all these godly men who experienced and knew who God was. We should aspire to be like right. them we
0: should follow them right paul, follow me as i follow christ probably one of the most confident arrogant <laughs> yeah, arrogant <laughs> men in the world the apostle paul but even
1: well it's funny though because feminists hate paul well, yeah, like more than anyone else in scripture more than people who like threw their daughters out to be raped by the ungodly men and was that mm-hmm. sodom or whatever Yeah, yeah. lot. like they hate paul more than they hate those kind of dudes right and you think why yeah, because paul was super sure like whenever paul spoke it was like a reminds, father speaking. he reminds
0: the feminists of what they're up against
1: <laughs> well yeah and i think yeah i mean there's just so many layers here yeah. that we could get into but yes for sure we yeah. ought to be sure and if you're not sure then be humble enough to to say, like, I don't know eschatology that great, but I should learn. Right. And then find someone who is sure, someone who you can trust, right. who is godly, and learn from them. Yeah.
0: Make make me sure like you are. This cat, guys. Right. Oh, it's not in the shot yet. This he's, cat. He probably wants to be, though. So this is Luther. He's he's a pretty stinking sweet, though. But, yeah, he's a pest. But, so, the the, the problem is that, like... Uh, christianity in america has become more and more liberal Mm -hmm. over the 1900s the um uh liberalism has taken over just christian doctrine in general Mm -hmm. and there's in academia you see it a lot where people doubt moses even you know didn't really write deuteronomy or you know you see the difference between this and that and Paul didn't write his letters. It was probably a school of Paul that came after, yeah, and they just put his name on it. And literally, almost every book in the Bible, there's some kind of doubter or some arrogant person thinking they know more by saying we don't really know, right? Which just is, to me, it's like Romans one, where you've denied God and now your your minds, your foolish minds are darkened, right? Because you've walked away from the God of the Bible,
1: right? And, and
0: so that I just think that kind of doubt in scripture that comes from liberalism from Germany and other places where this crept into the church is what is slowly making its way through the seemingly conservative denominations and churches in our country. And then it's it's manifests itself in this kind of attitude where, whoa, why you you're so sure, like, you know, everything, right? It's super prideful of you.
1: And I think that there is a sharp difference between pride and confidence because Mm -hmm. pride would be being sure of yourself. Yeah. Whereas...
0: That's a good distinction. Being
1: confident in your theology is not being confident in yourself, but being confident in how God has revealed himself in scripture.
0: That's beautiful, babe. Because even the word confidence is confide, means with faith
1: which is being sure of things hoped for, right?
0: Right, yeah. Exactly. The substance of faith is the things so ho- I can't remember the verse right now. <laughs> but that's Hebrews uh 11. I think it's Hebrews eleven one and 2. Right? And so that's the that's the essence of uh of hope is that you're putting your trust in something you can't right. see. That so it's not you. The source right. the source of your confidence and your trust is not yourself. Right. Whereas pride just like you said, you're putting a trust in yourself, your own abilities. Mm-hmm. And God says, I resist the proud. I give grace to the humble.
1: It's true. Yeah.
0: And so that...
1: Well, and, and to be completely fair, the the truest form of humility is going to scripture and saying, I must submit to this. Mm-hmm. Like when God gives grace to the humble, God gives grace to those who go to his word. Yeah. Goes, go to his word and say, like, I will submit to this regardless right. of the consequences. Yeah. That is... Humility and to be sure in doing just that is not pride.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's the
1: opposite. When you obey scripture and you trust in scripture supremely and people say, well, that's really prideful of you. That's not pride. That's actual humility. Once again, we've adopted a pagan framework and we're Mm -hmm. working from that rather than um, defining humility and pride how scripture would define them.
0: Yeah. So it's okay to be completely sure of what you find in the word of God and what the spirit has revealed to you. But at the same time, you always have an attitude of learning and letting yourself be changed by the word of God.
1: Right. And that's, that's the humility too, right? Like to know I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't know all things and even just Practically speaking, like, I don't know the best way to raise kids. I don't know, you know, how to love my husband perfectly. I don't know all these things. And that's even why, like, the Bible would give us instructions in those areas and say, hey, find an older godly woman. She'll train you and teach you how to love your husbands, love your kids. Like, there are all these even, like, instructions in scripture where if you are humble and willing to obey scripture, Mm -hmm. there's, you know wisdom to be found in the body of Christ too. And like there's all of life is sanctification. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So humility isn't necessarily just saying like, well, I I believe scripture, therefore I'm humble. Like that's not what we're trying to say. What we're saying is because you believe scripture, you humbly submit to it. And that does mean learning everything that scripture would have laid out for you. And that includes learning from other people. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Because yeah. there
1: are people <laughs> who would say, well, I do believe in scripture. Mm-hmm. And I know what scripture says. Yep. All of it. Yeah. But then when they're confronted by other believers, challenged, mm-hmm. perhaps, they are prideful and unwilling to consider what their brother or sister would have to correct them with.
0: It may happen. It may happen here and there. Maybe.
1: <laughs> but we should be humble enough Patient. to consider yeah. what our brother or sister is telling us. Right. And then ask yourself and ask the Holy Spirit, <laughs> is there something... Is there any wicked way in yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> is there something in there that should be cleaned up? Because there likely is, right? right?
0: Pretty much always.
1: Not always, like, but a lot of the times there's something that could change and be sanctified out of us
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i was being slightly hyperbolic okay but anyway
1: anyway i'm just saying all that to say this yeah. is not an excuse to not seek sanctification and right. iron be sharpens and iron and yeah and yeah be self-aware enough and but, ask the spirit to like yeah, I check think, you
0: i think what really got us was that we were we didn't want people who are confident to be confronted with this attitude and then stop being confident
1: well because the more and more pagan the world becomes the more they hate right confident christians
0: and it doesn't always come at you like you know like the protesters screaming at you or something sometimes it is very subversive like that another christian right. going oh well you know there are many other perspectives nice.
1: that's not very nice of you to and say yeah that your tone
0: because... is a little it's a little prideful man you know knowledge puffs up
1: And, you know, just because you believe a woman's place is in the home, there are other women out there who, you know, they have to work. So to say that this is how God's design is, is pretty arrogant of you. Yeah. Or, I mean, you could. Yeah. Whatever, you know, education, eschatology, like I said, political, overreach. Church
0: sacraments.
1: Church sacraments. Who gets them. Yeah. And at what age. (laughs)
0: Right, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, that was you know what, be certain. Be confident in your faith and continue to learn.
1: And be humble enough to realize And it's not prideful to do so. Be humble enough to realize you might need correction and growth in certain areas and praise God for a body of believers and hopefully a godly pastor who is willing to coach you through Mm -hmm. and teach you and disciple you. Right. If you are a woman who woman see how i said that
0: well how do you do that
1: if you are a woman find someone who's older and godlier Mm-hmm. godlier more yeah. godly I feel like uh, godlier
0: is a word no i don't know more anyway godly.
1: more godly than you yeah. and like seek her out yeah. like track her down latch on to her learn from her that doesn't mean she is god and you listen to everything but it means like you are obeying scripture yeah you're finding someone who is willing to teach you to do things that aren't going to come naturally to you.
0: Yeah, and men do the same. If you know that you struggle in this area of just being confident and strong in your faith, being knowledgeable in your faith, and you find a, a man in your church who is that, find a man in your church, whether it's your pastor or not, who exhibits the kind of characteristics that you know you should be, and then just.
1: And who isn't afraid to tell you when you are wrong.
0: Right. Hang out with him ask him to disciple you learn from him ask him how he got to where he is today mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff
1: and that's how you grow in confidence too like yeah. if you're confident now and you and that have... is a
0: humble thing to do oh yeah for right? sure
1: yeah for sure and that's how you grow that's how you grow in humility that's how you grow in godliness yeah. in your confidence in being sure of the word right and understanding all of scripture obeying all of scripture like there's just yeah it's good there's so much there
0: y'all hope this was encouraging for you guys and and you know what? i've noticed that the more and more christians that are just confident in their faith and they're just they're studied up knowledgeable and sure and they're not jerks they are still gracious Mm -hmm. um are really um god's using them you can see that in christianity that god is using those types of people right to really edify the body right Mm -hmm. now and so i don't want that to stop so encouraging Mm -hmm. y'all
1: I think the more hostile the world becomes to Christianity, just to
0: survive as a Christian, you're going to have to be. You have to be, and we have
1: to raise strong, godly, confident children too. Um, That's just what we need to do.
0: For sure. So, by way of reminder, being sure and confident,
1: be strong in your faith. It's not pride. It's not prideful. (laughs) It's not prideful. Are we good? Yeah, I feel like we we talked about Donald Trump, but we didn't really plumb those depths. We don't have to. Nah,
0: no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who wants to do that? Poor... Yeah, not me. Yeah, I just I just think it's it's kind of and yeah, there's a lot more to plumb there about like why why even men would be repelled by and others a confident...
1: massively attracted to it and women as well.
0: Yeah. Just saying. I don't know. All right, maybe another there's another episode.
1: Some hypergamy there. That's true. That should be Patreon content talking about hypergamy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't know anything about hypergamy. That look, could be fun. Look, that could be a fun rabbit trail, huh?
0: Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll do that soon, huh? By way of reminder, gender roles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it as always. We pray that you remain steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain until next time get woke
1: happy thanksgiving